Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. I'm Kelsey. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it lagged and it sounded like you forgot your name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people. We're recording a double header tonight. <laughs> we got so behind on content for y'all that we were just trying to catch back up. And that's a life choice we've made today. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's um, all right. You can listen to last week's episode for the whole story, but I just want to say if my audio is weird, it's because I have a lot of stuff in my basement right now. Yeah. Time has passed for you, but it hasn't passed for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. It sure hasn't. It sure hasn't. <laughs> We're still here. <laughs> I'm th- gonna spend the rest of this episode imagining what my life looks like a week from now. <laughs> Two weeks from now? Holy shit. I know, right? I might only have, like, one fan down here. Yeah. You might. (laughs) I may even have a floor by then. What would that be like? I don't know. It's pretty wild. Mm. How many times do you think my kid's going to poop in the tub between now and then? At least eight times. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Fair. Yeah. 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 Um, So this is part two of a series that (laughs) we're maybe calling... Make each other watch a hate watch. Make each Something other like hate that. watch. <laughs> hate Whatever watch you watch. want it to be. Hate watch us hate watching. <laughs> yeah. It's a choose your own adventure of hate watch. We're not supposed to say that. No? Oh, no, Remember? we're not. Whoops, sorry. Don't sue us. We're going to get a cease and desist. <laughs> I know. I already had to pay the deductible on my homeowner's insurance. I also can't afford lawyer's fees. <laughs> Talk to me next month. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> so, last week, we discussed what Kirsty made me hate watch, which was the Star's original series, Spartacus, Blood, Ash, Sun, Fire, Naked <laughs> People, Doom. Yes. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) So this week, it's my turn to make Kirstie watch a hate watch. And I went in blind, which was a choice (laughs) that I made for all of us now. Kelsey made so much fun of watching Spartacus. And she had no idea... (laughs) What she did to us. In fairness, I had a different show picked out for you at first, but I let you choose. What was the other one? Well, don't tell me off air. Okay. I don't want to burn all of our good shit. (laughs) It's not like we're going to watch it. You don't know. All right. (laughs) We're going to need content. You're right. Yeah. So tell them what I did make you watch then. 
Um, so Kelsey made us watch the MTV reality TV show, Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. I, I sure did. <laughs> I'm, like, tempted to just, like, talk like this for the rest of the episode. Because this is, like, what you made us watch. <laughs> If I could say one thing about Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club, it's that it made me feel so validated for liking Below Deck. Yes, this was my hottest take. I So I watched this show like a full week and a half before Kelsey did, and I texted her while I was watching it, and I was like, you know, I knew Below Deck was good, but like, now I know for sure... Below Deck is good reality TV. It's good. It's good. It's, like, actually good reality TV. It is. It's a legitimate show. You guys should go watch Below Deck because it is legit. Yeah, if you're thinking about watching Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club, don't. Just watch Below Deck instead. It's, I mean, you're about to listen to us talk about it for, like, a half hour, so, you know. Right. But, but also maybe don't watch it. <laughs> so, before we get into it, <laughs> it's my time to tell a story. <laughs> oh, good, oh, good, oh, good. About the trauma I endured. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to the great poop tub flood of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> the... While I was in my basement, <laughs> wading through a half inch of almost literal shit, <laughs> Kelsey was on her own journey. I was wading through a figurative shit. Yeah, that's, that's the right word. <laughs> Which is trying to watch content that you can only watch on a laptop or mobile device... Uh -huh. That cannot actually be watched on television, even though it was made for and aired on television. Uh-huh. That's like Kelsey's fear landscape. It literally was. And I think at the time, it, like, directly crossed over with the poop flood. <laughs> poop it, tub it was, flood. I think it actually was happening. <laughs> if it wasn't the same night, it was definitely happening the first night that we had the fans in the house and like those first two nights that the water mediation was happening we're not not great bob <laughs> i just want to be super clear that it was not a poop flood it was a poop it was not flood. a flood of poop but it would not have happened if my child had not pooped in the tub <laughs> so if she hadn't pooped in the tub, I wouldn't have had to wash the bath toys. I wouldn't have left the utility sink running. My basement wouldn't have flooded. Thus, the great poop tub flood, because the poop tub started it all. It's a poop tub. Right. And so during this time when I'm going through my own moral crisis about watching content on a laptop... I think I underestimated, like, the severity of the flood. <laughs> so I'm, like, over here slacking you in a fury because I'm, like, I can't believe that I have to watch this on a laptop. Like, this is outrageous. And you're, like, literally wading through water. And I'm, like, it can't be that bad. I, w I had to shop back 
the water out of my basement, and I have a nine-gallon shop vac, and I emptied it five times. <laughs> and Kelsey's texting me to be like, I have to watch TV on my left. <laughs> I didn't understand. Gun to my head, guys. I have no idea what I said back to you for, like, two days. <laughs> I mean, it took me, like, three days to dare ask you how bad it actually was. <laughs> Which is fair. <laughs> it took another two after that to be like, what did you do exactly? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's fine. In fairness, I thought my child was halfway up the stairs, and she's not. She doesn't have the gross motor skills for that yet. Yeah. So Kelsey endured the traumatic experience of watching on a laptop. So, so tell me, as someone who does not watch content on a laptop, because I am someone who frequently has to watch content on laptops. What was that like for you? Terrible. Um, it, it did make me think a little bit about why I like watching things on TV so much and why it offended me so much to have to watch on a laptop. Uh And as I was telling you, I'm sure there's some armchair psychology for this, but I like when I go to sit down and watch TV, it's like I'm in the living room, I have my spot on the couch, I know I'm not going to, like, get distracted with other things, and I can, like, you know, do my knitting, watch TV, whatever, but it's, like, a routine for me, and I don't like to disrupt that by taking my laptop out, because then I'm like, well, where do I even watch it? Like, that was a whole debate, was like, well, if I have to watch on my laptop, I don't know where I can watch it, because in my head, I couldn't sit on the couch and watch it. You just put the laptop on your coffee table, and you put your feet up, and you watch it. But the screen's so small, and, like... But then if it's it, on your laptop, it's close to you, so you can see it. But I don't want it to be close to me. I, I want it to be large it. and far away. <laughs> like a television. <laughs> and That's like, what she said. <laughs> and, like, when I have my laptop out... That makes me so much more prone to get distracted by other things on my laptop. And the same thing would happen with my phone. So it's like I'm not giving it my full attention. I don't have that problem. That's interesting. Like, I was flipping over to YNAB just to check in. You know, like, there's stuff happening. You're probably slacking me. It's just so much easier for me to get wrapped into other things. And then, like, plus the fact that there's ads and... I just didn't want that on this shitty MTV streaming service. There's ads on TV, though. Yeah, but if you DVR, you can fast forward. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Actually, I've been caught up on um, Below Deck recently, so I've been able to watch it on the DVR instead of on demand, so I've had the luxury fast forwarding. It's been great. You can't go back once you get used to it. Well, I don't know about that, but it is a nice perk. (laughs) See? It turns out that I can survive a lot. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so MTV almost broke me with this choice that I made for myself. Yes. Yeah. I should have done the research and found out where to watch this show. 
But also, like, what kind of wild choices are they... Yeah, but what kind of choices are they making, like, producing a show that came out this year and not putting it on demand? Was it really only this year? Yeah. God, I thought this was, like, three years ago. Holy shit, it was only in 2019. Dear God. This was, like, a a discussion in my workplace. Oh, boy. All right. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just went on a journey in those few seconds right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think it's your turn to share your initial reaction and the premise of this show. Okay. So, I don't like reality TV other than Below Deck. Below Deck is my one exception. And I now Bake understand Off why. Bake Off isn't an exception for you? Eh. You don't really watch Bake Off. Not really. I watched, like, the first couple seasons, and I've kind of dropped off. It, like, truly horrifies me, but that's an argument for another day. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot of content to watch. I don't know. I like it. I love Bake Off. It has a special place in my heart. Uh-huh. But, anyway. <laughs> um, I think I, like, informally joined the boycott when Mary Berry left, and I don't know. That's whatever. Um, so, Yeah. This was terrible. This was so... This was like... I told Kelsey within three Slack messages that this was the worst thing that I had ever watched. And for whatever reason, she wasn't on Slack the night that I watched this. Yeah, I don't know where I was. It might have been around the time you got the dog. Kelsey has a dog now. Yeah, I have a pupper. Guys, a lot of stuff has happened. (laughs) So much happened. (laughs) Um, It's been a busy couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, So, um... Anyway, she wasn't on Slack that night, and she came back the next morning, and there were, like, I don't know, seven messages, and, like, in the middle, it was just like, this is the worst thing I've ever watched. And she's like, well, that escalated quickly. Yeah. So, some of you may know that Lindsay Lohan opened a luxury club in Mykonos, in Greece. Um, It's just, like, a beachside club with cabanas and shit. So, Lindsay Lohan Beach Club is the reality show that follows her adventures as an entrepreneur opening nightclubs all over Europe. Yes. Um, so, that's, like, the basic premise. And then the, like, main part of the show is that they bring over, what is it, like, 12 people? Something like that. From the U.S. to be like, brand ambassadors? Yeah, that's the word they use, and I think we can get into that. (laughs) But it seems like there's, like, nuances within that. Like, not... There's... This revealed to me that, like, nightlife has a whole subculture that I do not understand. It seems like they're meant to be, like, the model staff for all the other staff. Yeah, they're, like, a combination, like, bartender, go-go dancer model, customer service representative, bouncer, Mm -hmm. kind of shift leader, maybe. There's some of that in there. Yeah. Um, So they they ship over these, like, 12 people or whatever. And the idea is that over the course of the season, they're going to work in the club. And they're going to further Lindsay Lohan's brand because she's trying to build an empire. Mm Mm-hmm. And they need to be really good at nightlife and really good at her brand because she's a serious business person. And that's the whole show. 
she really wants you to know how serious she is because she wears like this scary boss lady makeup in her talking heads. Yeah. Really scary. <laughs> really There's scary. A lot about her outfit choices all the time that are scary. Yes. Correct. <laughs> yeah. The show did give me like a little bit of a better context for the places that they take people to on Below Deck. Yes. Like, I feel like I understand that vibe more than I may have before. Yeah. Yeah, because she, there's definitely, like, an overlap in the demographic between the people who attend Lindsay Lohan's beach club and maybe people who'd be on mega yachts. Yeah. Based on one of the subplots in this episode in particular. Right. Yeah. I just, I, I have so many questions. <laughs> so I want to work through this a little chronologically, not all yeah. the way through the end of the episode, because I think things drop off pretty quickly in like yeah. the middle. Yeah. But I want to work through the beginning a okay. little bit. Okay. Because in terms of reality television as a genre, um, and like the constructs and the format and blah, blah, blah. This is maybe the most transparent thing I've ever fucking seen. Oh, yeah. Like, the producers might as well have been on screen saying to people, okay, this is what you need to do now. Mm-hmm. So we start by them bringing the people over. Everybody gets their introduction package. None of them were interesting or memorable. But they frame it as, like, they're going through who they're going to hire, except they take them all. Yeah, they're, like, already there. Yeah. They, yeah. And, like, it's not clear if they're intended to be competing. Like, I don't think it's a last man standing situation. Yeah, I really can't tell. I mean, this is why I thought it was an interesting time to reflect on Below Deck, because I think it wanted to be workplacey in the way that Below Deck is, where it's like, here are these people who have this job for this amount of time, let's just see what happens. Yeah, but and I've never seen Vanderpump Rules, but I think that's also workplacey, and I don't know if this is more trying to be that, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I've never seen it either, but I have heard it name-dropped in reference to this show. Like, it's definitely a model for this show. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, but there were elements of it that felt competition-y. Right. I don't... It's... And I don't know if it's just, like, the threat of being fired? Maybe, I, maybe, maybe it's just that, like, the stakes are high. But it's like, are they, really? Because I could do that job with my eyes closed, maybe. <laughs> I, uh, I, I wouldn't I want to. But only because nightlife sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's horrifying, but, like, these people were dumb. These people are a type. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they bring everybody over. And they stick everybody, the first thing they do once they get off the plane is they put everybody in a villa, like, mm -hmm. at the beach club. And they're like, this is where you're going to stay. You're completely unsupervised for the next, like, 12 hours before your shift starts. There are these novelty-sized bottles of alcohol and a pool. Enjoy yourselves. Mm -hmm. And everybody knows that they're meeting Lindsay Lohan the next day. They're supposed to have, like, a staff meeting the next day. And so everyone's like, oh, I'm nervous to meet Lindsay, but let's drink this alcohol together. Yeah. Um, 
And then what happens, completely shockingly and unexpectedly? Then Lindsay Lohan shows up. (laughs) Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? And she has this, like, co-owner of the club who they, they, like, play good cop, bad cop. Yeah. So the two of them show up, and they're, they keep doing these talking heads being like, oh my god, I can't believe these people are naked and drunk. Like, who did I hire? Why are they at my club? Right. As if they didn't, like... Orchestrate this. Tell them that they had the night off and then show up unexpectedly at the house. Right. Um, and that's sort of the setup for the whole thing, where, like... They trap people into conversations and then are and then give that person the edit for the rest of the episode. So there's this one chick, yeah, who Lindsay decides she doesn't like because she's too selfish. After Lindsay asked her like three questions about herself, yeah, that's like a whole weird thing. Like Lindsay portrays herself as someone who like really cares mm-hmm. and. She wants to get to know these people, so she, like, sits in a circle with them and asks them all these questions. After she's just shown up unannounced at the villa. Right. And then they have these talking heads with the staff people that she hired, and they're, like, crying, and they're like, Lindsay, it was just so nice. I'm like, really? Lindsay also says both at, like, circle time and in a couple different talking heads that she really likes sob stories so she has like two girls that she's like honed in on just from their resumes and she like calls them out to the group and is like this person has been through so much and i relate to it because i've been through so much and like if you have a story i want to hear it because i like people with stories yeah yeah so then everybody starts busting out with their sob story which like no one has really yeah and like even Lindsay doesn't really have no like they really really try to sell this like some sort of like domestic violence storyline that thing is fucking weird so she like claims she has a boyfriend who hit her on the beach so then she bought the beach so that she could (laughs) open the nightclub so that she would have a place where everyone would feel safe that's some real, like, Daenerys Targaryen bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and they come back to it, like, seven times, and, like, her co-owner talks about it, as if it, like, makes the most sense. Right. Like, I bought a rotten banana once from the store, so I bought the store. <laughs> <laughs> like, What? What is happening? Like, Like, I'm sorry for you, Lindsay, but this is not an appropriate reaction. It's also just, like, like, truly I'm sorry for her if if she has experienced this. But, like, this is not the the time or the place or the manner in which one should go about this conversation in the public eye. Nope. (laughs) Also... I've never had enough money to buy a beach. I'm just a little confused about buying the stretch of beach where this may have happened to you. Right. She's like, my life has been so hard. I had to buy a beach. I had to buy a whole beach in Mykonos because I'm traumatized. Right. Just to be clear, I'm not victim blaming. I just don't understand Lindsay Lohan. 
I don't understand, like, using this story as a plot point for this show. <laughs> yeah, that that was the rub. Is like, like, it's fine to make your be- club a safe place for people to party, if you want to call it that. Like, you don't have to have a reason. Yeah, it's not like she opened, a, like, a shelter for survivors of domestic abuse. Right. Like, she's not providing a public service on the stretch of beach. She's, like, <laughs> allowing millionaires to come get drunk in cabanas. Right. That costs $1,500 per cabana. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? And, uh, apparently, at a certain price point, they, like, assign you a body person for the day. And, like, sometimes you get to use them as a concubine, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that was complicated. <laughs> they have this, like, rich girl who comes all the time. And so they assign her one of the guys, <laughs> one of the cast members, I guess. And he just is supposed to spend the whole day getting her to buy alcohol. Yeah. And they make out a bunch instead. I don't know. You know who would do really well at Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club? (laughs) Who? Danny from season one of Below Deck. (laughs) You know, I wondered at one point while watching this if any of that episode was filmed at that club. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. No, I don't think so. But I just really liked the idea of it. He really had the right mindset for it. <laughs> yes. He 1000% deserved to be a bartender at Lindsay Lohan's If Lindsay was his captain, he wouldn't get in trouble for that. <laughs> no, he would have been, like, ideal. He wouldn't lose his phone privileges. Although he probably would have tried to make out with her, and I don't think she would have liked that. Probably. Probably. The only other thing, we've pretty much covered everything that I found of note with this episode. (laughs) Um, The only other thing I wanted to point out is um, Lindsay Lohan says, I believe to the group at one point, I have a religion, it's meditation. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what else I noticed? This came up with the rich chick who they assigned the guy to. Yeah. She has, like, a preference sheet at the bar. Yeah. And it just made me wonder, do rich people have, like, preference sheets for everywhere they go? (laughs) Maybe. Like, do you just get to send advance notice to everywhere you're going with, like, your writer? Maybe. Like, do I send a writer to the bar that just says, like, must have old fashions at the ready? But, like, it's insane to me that this, like, chick comes to this bar, like, once a summer, and they, like, they gave the guy they assigned to her, like, a piece of paper, and they were like, here's everything she likes, do this all day. Yeah, it's kind of insane. Like, rich people don't get told no enough. No, they don't. Is it just because Lindsay Lohan wants everyone to feel so safe? (sighs) So, so safe. So, so safe. I also, like, her role at... The beach club appears to be, like, being a patron of the beach club. Yeah, she, like, puts on festival wear, like, an olive branch wreath and rhinestone eye makeup and a toga, and then sits in a cabana and then micromanages while drunk. Yes. (laughs) Which, like, I mean, if... More power to you, Lindsay, honestly. (laughs) There are worse ways to be a micromanager, I think. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There sure are. I kept having the thought as I watched this show, 
that, like, Annie James would just not approve of this. No. Where did she go? I think, like, Hallie Parker would be okay with this, but Annie James would hate this. I think the reality is that Lindsay was never Annie. Never. Never. I mean, you you saw how hard she had to work to do that accent. It's because (laughs) she just was never Annie. She wasn't. How proud of me are you right now that I kept up? Very proud. (laughs) God. I'm just, like, trying to picture where this series would go over the course of a season, and I... Is it, like, the real world? Like, it doesn't... Nothing happens? I think so. Like, I'm guessing it must just be that, like, everybody shows up to work every day, and there's, like, drama between them, and people probably cry... Some number of people probably make out. Some number of people are probably fired. And, like, I can't imagine that there's much else to it. Right? I did like her partner who, like, yelled at that girl to be like, do not cry. (laughs) That was so good. It was so good. There's really nothing in the Wikipedia or the IMDb for the season. Like, there's no spoiling, really. Mm. How does um, that make you feel, Kirsty? It's boring. <laughs> I mean, a few people got fired. A few people were officially selected to join Lindsay's brand, which I didn't know was an option. No, I didn't either. Some people arrived mid-season. Oh. That's fun. Uh, someone got rehired after being fired. That seems like a waste. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of it, I guess. Hmm. Um, I don't know if any of you were on the internet in June of 2019. I honestly thought this happened like a year ago, but it just happened in June. Um, but there was an article on BuzzFeed, uh, which was also reported on other internet outfits that, um, her beach club just like spontaneously disappeared, like in the dark of night. Really? Yeah, have you not seen this? No. Okay, well, ba-da, 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 breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) Pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) Um, Lindsay Lohan, breaking news. So, in, like, June, there was this BuzzFeed article that someone went to Mykonos thinking he was going to go to, like, the club, and it was just gone. Like, he has pictures of himself in front of the sign, the sign is gone, the whole site is empty. There's no furniture. There's nothing. And um, shortly thereafter, there were a bunch of, like, people on the internet trying to get answers out of Lindsay Lohan. And she at first denied that it was closed and just said that she was moving to another location. She has clubs in Athens and Rhodes. Um, but it doesn't look like the Mykonos location is still there. And then somewhere in the middle of the scandal, she posted (laughs) an Instagram post that was a picture of a hot tub, either at her club or on a yacht. It's not totally clear. But the caption says, I prefer my real life to be working with children and being with my family. (laughs) What? (laughs) The club is moving to other locations in the world, but not just the club, as I've stated on whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um... I don't know what 
she means by working with children, but I'm alarmed. <laughs> I'm alarmed. I don't want her anywhere near children. <laughs> no. She then no. posted an Instagram picture of, like, a bunch of children, which I think might have been an Old Navy ad. <laughs> Stop. Um, with something about how she's going to Istanbul to do something with children. Um, it's very vague. And refers to praying. <laughs> she has a religion. It's meditation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then there were a bunch of reports that we'll say coinciding with the disappearance of the club. Um, she walked away from a deal with MTV to renew for season two Mm. because MTV wanted to step up the drama. Oh. And quote, that's not where Lindsay is in her life right now. (laughs) If you had told me that was, like, something Alexis Rose said, I would have believed you without even (laughs) questioning it. Well, what's especially funny about that is that apparently one of the things um, that MTV wanted to play up was the drama between her and Dina. Oh. So. So much drama. Yeah. Uh, Someone said there was a renewal idea. Producers hoped would perk it up for a second season. Because apparently... The um, ratings were real bad. Real, real bad. You know what doesn't help is not putting your TV show on TV. But anyway. (laughs) That's a story for another day. (laughs) Um, The source said it would be turned into a show about Lindsay and her mother and sister. But that wasn't going to happen. Um, They added the show didn't have enough drama. And the producers wanted more breakdowns and memorable moments. However, the source said that's not where Lohan is with her life anymore. Their personal business doesn't need to be aired on television. It's already in the papers. Love that journey for you, Lindsay. I love that journey for you. Um, So apparently she's opened two more clubs, and that was another reason why she didn't want to do the show. And there is still no real answer as to why the Mykonos Club closed. Is the answer that it was a set? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's the wow. whole thing. Yeah. That is some juicy drama. My read on it is that the producers at MTV thought that they could essentially get Lindsay Lohan to have an emotional breakdown on camera. Yeah. 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 You know what? Good for you, Lindsay. I hope you're not involved in human trafficking at your clubs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope you're not... <laughs> Um, just stay away from the children, but good for you. Her beach house in Rhodes has very good reviews on Yelp. (laughs) So I have a question about beach clubs. Okay. (laughs) Are there, like, accommodations? Like, do you stay there, or do you just go there for the day and then you leave? It's not totally clear. I almost think that there is, like, a resort element because they put up all the uh, contestants, cast members, whatever they are, in a villa. And they kept referring to it as, like, one of the villas. Like, what I'm picturing in my brain is that there's, like, limited guest accommodations for overnight, but you can also just come as a day guest. Yes, I think that's true. 
Like, it's mostly a day club, and then there's, like, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 villas for, like, real rich people. Gotcha. I think. I have so many questions. Me too. Um, She's still pushing this narrative that she's, like, a big, she's, like, building a big empire, though. I'm sure she genuinely believes that. Yeah. Oh, boy. Where's our one true dad when you need him? I know. He would have set her straight a long time ago. He would have. He would have. Either that or he would have grown her business. (laughs) He would have had um, Parker Noel Wyans at the beach club. Yeah, exactly. That's the good shit right there. Sure is. Um... For what it's worth, the Rhodes Club on its own branded website just says closed under hours. Oh. Where the fuck is Rhodes? It's in Greece. Oh. Who knew? I did. I did not know. (laughs) And when you go to the Lohan Group website... It shows the Athens location and the Mykonos location, but it doesn't show the other two locations that Google claims exist. Hmm. So what I gather from all of this is that the Lohan family of brands is experiencing a struggle. Some turmoil, perhaps. Some turmoil. That is fascinating. So we should keep an eye on this. We should. We are very much looking forward to welcoming you at our new all-day summer project, Lohan Seaside. (laughs) I thought you were just announcing a new Hate project, and I was like, oh. (laughs) Talk about escalating quickly. (laughs) And here tonight... (laughs) No, I'm just clicking through all of the links available to me. About God. various Lohan Group brands. I what like what is Lohan Group? That's her family of brands. I just Lohan Group in Mexico. Lohan Group is an educational platform. No, not that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not that one. Here, I was let like, me oh no. Uh, no, even better, it's lohan.gr. Oh, excuse me. When you Google search Lohan groups, it's not what comes up. Dear God. Is this website going to give me, like, malware? Yes, for sure. (laughs) You can do some really good clicking through, though. Oh, she, like, paid someone money to get this website. She sure did. And you know what? It's not that much better than the um, Squarespace websites that, like, average restaurants make. Are you trying to get Squarespace to sponsor us? (laughs) (laughs) No, but if they did want to sponsor us, I have a subfloor that needs repairing. (laughs) You sure do. (laughs) I actually don't know that for sure because my water mediation people haven't been calling me. Oh. I just, like, want to know, if you have some money and some means, and you just want to reinvent yourself, why are nightclubs your choice? Because it's the best way to get Molly. 
I suppose you're right. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, if all you want to do is, like, take a lot of ecstasy and, like, drink and not actually do any work, then opening your own nightclub is kind of genius. I guess so. I'm on the Lohan Seaside page now, and they have this video that's literally, like, something that, um, um, it was gonna be a good joke until I forgot the fucking thing I was gonna say. <laughs> Entertainment, Entertainment 720 would make. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I think you could say that about every part of her brand. Like, she put together this whole, like, nightclub brand that looks like what she thinks nightclubs are. Yes. Which isn't necessarily the same as running a successful business. An ambitious vision devoting to uniting people through quality music and positive vibes. So positive. Happy party people welcome to Lohan Seaside. Dance with us. Sure. Wow. It's a whole choice. There's a menu. There are no upcoming events. <laughs> yeah, but I want to see what her menu looks like. There's no prices on this bullshit. No, they just want you to buy shit. Also, I suspect the people who go to this club have enough money that they're, like, using a financial advisor as opposed to YNAB. <laughs> If you catch my drift. For our next recording session, should we drink Lohan Island cocktails? No. God, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, um, no. You can get a tortilla with grilled chicken, curry sauce, cheese, iceberg lettuce, and tomato. <laughs> For, like, $3,700. Uh-huh. You can get a tortilla with bacon, ham, iceberg lettuce, tomato, and mayo. Oh... You can get a club sandwich made with high-fiber bread, turkey, cheese, tomato, iceberg, and light mayonnaise. I like that it's always iceberg. This sounds like the menu at Fire Festival. I think it kind of is Fire Festival. I think the whole thing is Fire Festival. <laughs> this is amazing. Crispy chicken burger with crispy chicken. That's descriptive, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's good shit. Wow. What a mess. Right. What well, this is mess. really escalating or devolving, however you want to call it. Whatever whatever you guys do with your lives, and it's, like, not up to me to tell you what that is, but don't bother with this. What the fuck? Yeah, don't do this. I don't, I don't know what... Like, MTV spent a decent amount, not, like, a lot of money, but, like, a decent amount of money on this. And then spent more money paying executives to try to convince Lindsay Lohan to keep doing this. Yeah. And it's gross, and it's not even fun. It's not fun. It's gross and no fun. <laughs> it's truly bad. It's, it's so bad. It's not good TV. If you want to watch rich people fucking around in the Mediterranean and, like, watch people having to take care of them, just watch Below Deck, because that is good TV. That is great TV. 
It's, like, actually good TV. It is. Like, legitimately. If you do watch Below Deck, you should definitely tweet us and tell us everything you think about it, because we want to talk about it. Yes, we want to talk about it all the time. And when you go ahead and rate and review us on iTunes or any of the other platforms where you listen to podcasts, you should tell us, like, you should give us the five-star review with your favorite Below Deck quote. Yes. However, I'm barring you from using June June Hannah. Because <laughs> I was going to say June June Hannah. No, that one is cliche now. Fine. <laughs> okay, fine. You can say June June Hannah only if you give us a five star. Yeah, that seems fair. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to give um, us a four star or lower, you have to come up with a better quote. Yes, correct. So... If you want to contact us directly about Below Deck or Lindsay Lohan Speech Club or Spartacus or our programming in general, you can find us or at Hate Watch the Sun. Yeah, or Poop Floods. If you, you can do find have us. a child who poops in the tub. Exactly. Kirsty has some advice for you. <laughs> um, so tweet us at Hate Watch with us or. Email us at hatewatchwithus at gmail.com, or you can check out our website at hatewatchwithus.com. It gets really complicated, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're part of the Thought Bubble Audio Network. You can find them at Thought Bubble FM on Twitter, thoughtbubbleaudio.com. And pretty much wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you search Thought Bubble Audio, you'll find all of their other shows. So check those out. Yeah. I guarantee none of them flooded their basements recently. <laughs> We hope. Also, if any of you have, please let me know what that was like for you. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This is what you get for watching TV on your phone.